0: Again, and I uh, welcome you to the second episode of Effective study habits. In the previous episode, we looked at uh, what uh, study is all about and uh, just to do a little recap, we said categorically that uh, to study is to actually engage a task you know, a task when you set your mind to acquire knowledge and understanding especially by reading okay. and uh, looking at uh, uh, the uh, second main uh, word in our topic habit you know one thing that I like to say first of all is that habit is a tendency or a disposition to act in a certain way which is acquired by repetition of acts habit is a tendency or a disposition to act in a certain way which is acquired by repetition of acts repetition of acts okay and now what that simply means is that we all are creatures of habits okay and uh, every day we do things that results in habit because that's the way god has actually uh, created us you know when you talk when we talk about habit we are looking at uh, something that you do regularly or usually without often thinking about it because you have done it so many times you know an habit is uh, every habit is actually acquired okay and the day by day consciously or unconsciously we act in certain ways which will later result into a habit they may be good and they may be bad but as a student who is actually uh, aiming at uh, excellence you need to understand that for you to form a good study habit you need to have repeated the behavior over and over and for us in the field of psychology, we believe that whatever you have been able to do for 22 days, a um, minimum of uh, 22 days consecutively, will become a part of you. Okay, so in developing a good study habit, if you harm yourself with this information that the way God has created you, He has created you. somebody who can consciously or unconsciously build up a habit. If you know that, you can actually take advantage of that knowledge to also develop a good uh, study habit. One of the most important keys to success is having to discipline yourself to do what you know that you should do even when you don't feel like doing it and let me just quickly say here that feelings is one of the things that actually make uh, it difficult for students to develop a good study habit i'll explain You know as students there are times that you know that you should study and you don't feel like studying now if you obey your feelings all the time chances are that you will not uh, move on the path of success because uh, feelings are often deceptive okay so even when you don't feel like studying if you want to develop a good study habit you will not obey that feeling because uh, feelings will make it difficult for you to uh, develop a good uh, study habit now as a student who wants to develop a good study habit there are a number of things that you need to do okay which will result in a good study habit and you need to make a conscious and uh, uh, deliberate effort to ensure that you put all of those things into practice. Now as you do that and you put all these into practice, it will help you to pursue excellence it will help you to move on the pathway to having a good study habit i have called these strategies and steps to follow to be able to build a good study habit and uh, there are a number of them and i'm going to start talking about them one by one Okay, now the number one thing that I want to talk about which will help you to develop a good study habit is for you to make a decision to study, decide to study. You know, the first major thing to note in developing a good study habit is that of a decision to make study a major part of your life as a student and you know as a student you must learn how to uh, take responsibility for your academic success there is power in decision especially the one you make by yourself and you know for so many students they normally wait until they are forced to study before they pick up their books to study a student who is pursuing excellence will not act that way sincerely You know, some even wait until their exam timetable is out before they start studying. And as such, they have a load of materials to go through within a short period of time. And for so many students, at that point, they become confused and they don't even know what to study. Okay, so the first step when you want to develop a good study habit is for you to make a decision that you are going to study. Don't wait until your parents calls you or they nudge you to go and study. Don't wait until your teachers tell you to go and study. As a student who wants to become an excellent uh, student, who wants to excel in all your academic pursuits, you need to make that decision by yourself that you are going to study and like i normally say to so many students there is power in decision there's power in decision when you make a decision that you're going to do something which will help you to come out excellently well you discover that you don't feel comfortable when you are not doing that thing even though you are the one that made that decision by yourself so there's power in decision so the first step the very first step in developing a good study habit is to make a decision all by yourself that you will study a student who is pursuing excellence will not wait for parents or teacher or even peers to remind him or her before he or she studies there's power in decision and I tell you, students out there listening to this uh, podcast, I want to say to you that <laughs> the spa in indecision, make use of the spa indecision so that you can have an excellent uh, performance. Very quickly, as we round up this uh, particular episode, I also want to go to uh, the the second episode. Uh, Thing that you need to do if you want to develop a good study habit and that is find a good place for your study find a good place for your study one way to really help you to really study during your study period is to find a good place a place that is that is void of distraction A place where when you sit down there to study it will really help you to uh, to 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 assimilate you know the goal of this is to associate that place only with effective study and that's why for students who make use of the school library or public libraries you know you know when you get to the library they have to study you know the feeling that you should study is always there because that place is only known for study and that's one of the reasons why you are not allowed to play music in the library you're not allowed to gist in the library the library is a place known for studying okay so uh, for you students maybe you are in the hostel or you're living with your parents or you are in the tertiary institution and you uh, have roommates or just ensure that you find a good place where you normally study it will help you a great The one of the things that it will do for you even if it's in your room just create a corner put a table and a chair there and ensure that each time you want to study you go to that place now when you want to do some other things maybe you want to receive calls you want to send text messages to your friends Try as much as possible to move away from that place. You know, don't do any other thing on that table except study. You know, you are, uh, you are a psychological being. What that will do for you is that it will help you to develop a habit such, such that when you get to that place, you know that, oh, I am ready. So you only go to that place when you want to study. So, begin by choosing a spot, like I've said, that is free from distraction, where you can give full attention and energy to your study. And, uh, I also want to say to you that you need to, uh, yeah, you need to, uh, understand the power of this, okay? You know, it shouldn't be a place that will Uh, that you will be open to distractions it shouldn't be a place where if for example you are in your house you know you're living with your parents. it shouldn't be a place where as you are there studying you are still listening to what the tv is saying it should be a place where you can have maximum concentration okay and that will enhance effective study some place in the library if you are somebody who goes to the library you know some places in the library uh, are for studying but other places in the library are for talking and making friends i remember when i was in the tasha institution we have the we have the main library where students read and we also have the reading room where you can come with your friends you can have some group discussions tutorial sessions and all of that there so if you really want to study effectively in choosing a place to study get to the main library where students are not allowed to talk okay and uh, you know where you can concentrate effectively you know now I and I want to give this description also if a friend comes over for a conversation if you are using the library or you have a corner in your room where you want to study if a friend comes over there for a conversation get up move to another area to talk return to your study your study area only when you are ready to study and uh, like i said what that will do for you is that it will help you to uh, it will help you such that when anytime you are at that spot the feeling to study will just be there naturally because you don't do any other thing there apart from uh, study and this does not mean that you can you cannot also study in other places such as uh, on the bus uh, when you have some minutes uh, ride with a friend with friends or, group, or uh, for group discussion or at home but having a good place to study a place which is associated only with studying will help you to study efficiently when you are there okay that will uh it's on that note that we will wrap up um this episode and um we will move to the next episode which is the third one and uh, what we are still discussing is uh we are still looking at some of the things that you can do to develop a good uh, study habit It's very key and very important that you know this and that you do it one thing i want to say to you is that there is no substitute for hard work laziness is an enemy you know and as a student who wants to be successful you need to understand that once again My name is Adekoya Kolapo, and I'm usually referred to as Counselor KP. And uh, I'm the principal counseling consultant for KP Counseling, uh, KP sorry KP Consulting uh, Counseling Clinic. And uh, we have our base in Ibadan, and we move to different parts of uh, the country and the world for our work. So, in case you want to uh, hook up with me for counseling session. You can reach me via WhatsApp or voice call on 80 80 I haven't listened to uh, this episode of the podcast, which is a bit longer than the first one. You may want to move to the next one where we are going to continue on. Uh, practical steps, things that you can do to develop a good study habit. Until I come your way again in the next episode, ensure that you put into practice all these things that we are uh, been discussing, and I assure you that as you do that, success is right there with you. Thank you. Dear students, you are welcome again to the third episode of our podcast on Effective Study Habits. Okay, I hope you have been enjoying the uh, previous episodes and uh, I want to believe strongly that uh, this uh, uh, current episode 2 you will also enjoy it. Don't forget that we have looked at the fact that uh, we are all creatures of habit. And we said that habit is something that you do regularly, you know, over and over without often thinking about it because it has already become a part of you. And we also said that as students, it's very important that we develop good study habits, okay? Okay now and uh, we started looking at some of the things that we can do to develop good uh, study habits One of the things that we talked about uh to be able to develop a good study habit we said that as a student you need to make a decision to study make a conscious and deliberate decision that you are going to study that you don't need to wait for your teachers you don't need to wait for your parents or your peers to tell you that you should study by yourself make a decision that you're going to study that will help you, and it will help you to uh, bear responsibility and uh, for yourself. Then the second thing we, we we looked at quickly, we talked about that you should find a good place to study, and we said a good place can be in the library, a good place can be in your room at home, you know, a corner where you have associated with study. You don't go there until you are ready to study, and we said that that will help you to. Uh, Develop uh, these uh, feelings to study anytime you are there. And I quickly want to remind you that anytime you want to do something different from study, stand up from that place, go do it, and come back only when you are ready uh, to study. It's going to help you a great deal. And uh, we are going to move on quickly to look at other things that you can do to develop a good study habit. Uh, The third thing. Is set up study goal. Okay, set set up a study goal. Okay, now what do we mean by that? A goal is something that you want to achieve. Now, study goals are the key element to success in examination. You know, for your study, whenever you whenever you are prepared to study setting appropriate goals for your study time will help you to set your priorities right for each study time and what that simply means is that you don't just uh, pick four books now and you just say okay i want to go and read and uh, you are there and you don't even know what in particular you want to study for example if you are a student in the senior secondary school in uh, a country like uh, Nigeria, where I am based, you know, you 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 may, uh, uh, you may for example, you offer a subject called economics, okay, and you want to study. The question I would like to ask you is that, what exactly do you want to study? What do you want to achieve? As you have picked your economics textbook or your notebook, what exactly do you want to achieve? Is it that, okay, at the end of this, my study time, I want to have uh, studied two particular topics, two specific topics in economics, and you mention or you list those two topics. That's part of setting study goals. If it's uh, mathematics that you want to you want to study, you want to you solve some problems, you want to learn some things, the the goal for that will be that okay, as I am uh, going for study now, at the end of this study, I should have been able to uh, calculate um, uh, maybe logarithm for example i should have been able to solve uh, any question that i see under Pythagoras theorem for example okay that's part of setting study goal it's not that like, oh what do you want to do I want to go and study mathematics i want to go and study biology what exactly in biology do you want to study that's what it means to set a study goal so if you have uh, if you have set a short time uh, goal for your study, you will have some kind of relief within you each time you are able to eat your goal. And, uh, you know, and, and th- that, that's why I said that you need to make a decision that you are going to study, okay? As a student, if you have set uh, goals for yourself, by the time you are going to study, by the time you are leaving your study environment, you discover that you are happy. Why? Because you have set a goal and you have been able to achieve your goal. Okay, for example, if you say, Okay, I want to really learn, I want to crack this uh, Pythagoras theorem. And uh, by the time you are leaving your study time after like an hour or an hour and 30 minutes, you discover that you have been able to uh, go through your textbook and all the questions under Pythagoras theorem, uh, or in it, you have been able to. To solve them, you know, that makes you feel elated. You are happy. Oh, I have set a goal. I want to achieve this, and I've been able to achieve it. If it will even help you to want to do more okay and that's why setting study goals is very very important one of the things that it will do for you is that and that's what research has said that goal setting has been observed to be a source of inward that is intrinsic motivation for students. that is students who don't set goals find it very easy to while away their study time why because there's nothing that they are really pursuing And when they sit down with their books and did not achieve anything within an hour of study it doesn't really bother them because they have not really set any goal in the first place so if you have goals that you have set before you it can serve as a motivation for you and also serve as a tool for evaluating your study time for example like I have said if you sit down to solve a mathematics problem, set a goal of solving all the problems at the end of a particular topic. Set a goal of finishing two topics in a particular subject and be able to master them very well such that you will be able to answer any topics, I mean any question that comes from that topic. That's part of how to set goals. You know and it's it it will really help you a great deal and uh, there's no doubt about that it's one of the things that will motivate you and as you do that regularly you are developing a good uh, study habit uh, for yourself that's very key and that's very important goal setting as a key to help you to um, to uh, develop a good study habit and uh, quickly I move on to the next uh, the next uh, strategy for developing a good study habit and it's like a statement be sure you are learning. I will explain that in a bit. Be sure you are learning. Now, the most common reason why students forget information while taking test quiz, or examination, or when trying to recall what they have studied is because in the first place they didn't learn that information. You know, like I said, you know, in our first uh, uh, podcast, that studying is an effort is, is work so even when you are efficient at it it is far too easy to act as if you are studying when in fact you are really listening to music or thinking about something else or clipping your fingers or you are even far in thoughts maybe there are some things that you have told yourself that when I'm done studying I'm going to do you will not know when your mind is already uh, drifting uh, has drifted away from uh, your study to those other things that uh, you have in mind to do and uh, even though your 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 eyes may still be going from one page to the other and uh, from one word to the other in your notebook or your textbook as the case may be but you're already absent-minded you know uh, concentration is the ability to focus your attention on one thing why you ignore other things as a student who wants to develop a good study habit as a student who wants to succeed academically one of the things that you need to learn how to do is that when you are studying be sure you are actually learning and how can you do this at some point when you are not learning when information Is not getting to you from whatever you are reading, you will know. Pause and ask yourself questions about the things that you have actually studied. If you can't recall anything, chances are that you have not studied anything. Okay, so I will be discussing this in full detail in the next episode where i'll be talking to you about uh, effective study habits where i will be sharing with you on the sq3r study technique but like i said when you are uh, reading you are with your notes, with your book and you are reading be sure that you are actually learning ensure that you are learning something you are learning something you are learning something you are learning something And like I said let me repeat again how will you know whether you are learning or not it is when you turn away from your book and you ask yourself questions orally about what you have just um, uh, studied and you are able to answer then it shows that your mind is there you are concentrating okay so don't fool yourself because fooling yourself is the most dangerous possibility do not fool yourself into thinking that you are studying when you are not okay when you are not really exerting the effort to become absorbed in what you are reading you are to study when you study really study and make sure that you are learning something make sure that you acquire information you are gaining understanding you know even when you get to some point that you don't understand if you are actually learning you will pause and you will want to ask yourself question what is it that um, i am not learning and what is it that is not uh, entering? and uh, all of that okay so uh, 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 on that note i will uh, move to the next one which is going to be uh, the second to the last one the last one i'm going to discuss with you in the next podcast because it's going to take a whole episode the next one is develop a study schedule you know by study schedule what do i mean i mean you should develop a personal timetable many students don't reach until exam timetable is out And by that time, the truth of the matter is that the workload would have been too much to bear in a short period of time. Having a study schedule that is a personal timetable is one of the habits of successful students. Draw out a personal timetable to cover your free periods during the school hours, after school hours, and the weekends as well. The idea here is to have your time planned for okay because your time that you do not plan for something else or somebody else will help you to use that time and it may not be a uh, profitable it may not be a contribution to your academic pursuit. so plan how to use your periods plan what subjects you want to study and the number of hours you will like to use and i normally say don't put too many Uh, too many Uh, don't be too ambitious if you are somebody that you can only study effectively for 30 minutes at uh, a slot make sure that you fix 30 minutes don't say my friend studied for two hours so I also want to study for two hours if the beats that you can take for effective study is 30 minutes study within that 30 minutes take some break come back for another 30 minutes okay and many students have often complained that personal timetable doesn't really work and the truth of the matter is that the timetable doesn't really work okay You are the one that will work for the timetable. When students draft personal timetable for themselves, let me quickly describe to you what they normally do. They paste the timetable by the wall or they write it at the back of their note or just put it somewhere and they are waiting for the timetable to come and call them. So that, uh, for example, oh, Tola, you this is a uh, 4 p.m. and you have put on your personal timetable that you want to study economics. Oh no 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 no, personal timetable doesn't work like that. If you have a personal timetable drafted by yourself to guide and to help your study, you are the one that will work for the personal time for the personal timetable. If, for example, you have scheduled on your personal timetable that you want to study economics at 4 p.m. on a Saturday evening. When it is 3.30, you should start rounding off whatever you are doing so that by 4 p.m. you're already on your table and you already know what you want to study. That is how personal timetable has worked for the people that it has worked for. And that is the only way by which it will work for you. So you don't just leave the timetable there and expect the timetable to come and call you. You will be the one to always check the timetable to know what have I scheduled on my timetable to do today. If you don't develop a personal timetable, there is every likelihood that you will always want to read only some favorite subjects. You know, One of the things that personal timetable will do for you is that it will help you to have schedule different subject that you are offering and uh, you schedule them on the timetable so that in a whole week you have covered virtually everything so when you draft your personal timetable you can give a copy to your school counselor or your teacher or your parents or a significant adult or person in your life that can help you to monitor your progress that's very very key and very important okay somebody that you know that you want to be accountable to and you say okay ma i have drafted a personal timetable and this is a copy of it i want to drop this copy with you so that you can also be using it to check on me whether i am actually following my timetable or not if you put this into practice sincerely it will really help you to be disciplined and uh, to be Responsible and to be able to develop a good uh, study habit. And on that note, this uh, uh, moment I want to uh, 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 bring it to a close. And uh, with all that I have talked about, I've actually looked at different things that you can do to develop a good uh, uh, study habit. Don't forget, I am counselor KP and uh, i have told you that if you have anything you want to ask me you can reach me via whatsapp or voice call on 840 08055840482 in case you are calling from outside uh, nigeria you can add the country code plus +234 front of my number before you make uh, the call i'll be expecting to hear from you and i want to read your success uh, story in our next uh, podcast i will be dealing with uh, a study technique uh, developed by a psychologist by the name francis robinson it is called the sq3r uh, study technique that is what we'll be looking at for the whole of uh, the next episode Until I meet you again uh, in the next episode, keep reading, keep studying, and keep putting into practice all that you are learning in this uh, podcast. Thank you very much. I'll come your way again next time.